Blog Talk Radio. sometimes, but you know what? The main thing is that God got us, and that's the good news. God got you, and that's the good news. God got you, and that's the good news, man. I can't say that no more. No, no plainer. Jesus Christ got us. Daniel had to pray. I found that in the sixth chapter of Daniel that they, what against Daniel? They had a decree made that couldn't pray to no God but King Darius. And when Daniel found out that they did that, he went to his prayer room, opened the windows, kneeled down and prayed. You ain't got no this being afraid. That's what the song said. God got the whole world in his hand. The whole world is in God's hand. I mean, it may not look like it, but he got the whole entire world. And I've flown to Israel and Jordan a couple of times, about three times altogether. And I know one time it's, uh, we flew in the air at 500 miles an hour, and we still hadn't been around the world. I think we landed in Amman, Jordan, for 13 hours at 500 miles an hour in an airplane, 747. You know what? God is in control of this whole entire world, regardless of what anybody says. I want to share something with you this morning, this day, this evening. God shared with me. In the book of Daniel, God has let me know that we, we are winners. Are y'all hearing me? We're not losers. We're winners. And sometimes it don't look like it, but you got to stand on God's word. You got to stand on this word. Don't 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 take down from the word. Don't take down from the word of God. My topic this evening is going to be simply this: Daniel prayed, and so will we. We got to pray. Daniel prayed unto his God, and so you and I got to learn to pray. I've learned not to give up, man. I tell you, sometimes things look bad, but I don't give up. I put it in God's hands. You know, I, I told you all the other night how when God had blessed me in 2006, we was going to buy this building down here in Greenville. And they told me no. They told me, I think it was April the 28th, they said, Pastor Sponsor, to let you know that we're going to let somebody else have the building and not you. But you know what I learned to do? Pray. See, no matter what the outcome is, or whatever someone says, what what matters is the outcome. See, they may say yes, or they may say no. I married a couple back in 2000, and I think it was, no, it wasn't no 2000. It was 19, uh, I got to say, it's about the past 82. So it must have been 1983. I married a couple, 
And they stood in front of me. They said, oh, they, they wanted each other, went through the marriage vows. I tell you, this won't be my lovely, witty wife. To death do us part, she said the same thing about him. But guess what? And 30 days later, that man was back to our church. He said, Pastor, I want to talk to you because I want to get out of my marriage. I said, what's wrong? So he began to tell me what he felt was wrong. I'm not going to mention it on air. And he left her. They separated. Now, some of you may have been married. Maybe your spouse left you. That doesn't mean you're going to give up. God is still God, and he has all power. I mean, look, you can't go by what man say, right? Just like what I was told in 2016, that I couldn't get to church down here in Greenville. But that's what he said. That's what they said. But that wasn't what God said. And I prayed, and God gave it to us. In 2017, in January 3rd, we came out of us. Paper, cash, no no mortgage, no nothing. God did it. Now, Daniel was told not to pray in Jesus' name or in God's name. Uh, the scripture says, the uh, New Living Testament translation of the Bible says that they said they couldn't find no fault with Daniel owning his religion. So they knew Daniel was a perfect man. He was a good citizen. Uh, the king had put him over the providence, and they didn't like it. Some of you today are being blessed. You got a home. You got a job. And you know what? Somebody don't like it. They're jealous of you. They don't want you to have that. And they'll do all kinds of things, even around you. I was telling uh, Sister uh, Little the other night, about this pastor down here in Greenville. They claimed they caught him in bed with a man in the hotel and he was hung up. I said, I don't believe that. No, I don't. Because you know what? People will lie on you to find fault in you so you'll give up on God. But don't you give up on God. God, God. See, there come a time you got to pray. Daniel had to pray. Daniel prayed because they said the only thing they could find against him was against his religion. So they made a decree and got the king to sign it that if Daniel called on any god, any man or human or deity other than the king, he'd be thrown in the den of the lions. And that's what they did. But Daniel prayed. The Bible tells us in Daniel chapter 1, chapter 6, Verse 1, I'm going to read it to you. It pleased Darius to sit over the kingdom and 120 princes which should be over the whole kingdom. Now, Darius king did that. But now, guess what? They weren't pleased because look what happened. Verse 2. And over the three presidents of whom Daniel was first, and that the prince might give account unto them, and the king should have no charge. I <laughs> glory that. I'm sure I'm reading this here. Verse, verse, the very next verse, look. He says, and then this Daniel was preferred above 
the presidents and princes because an excellent spirit was in him. And the king thought to set him over the whole realm. Now, they didn't like that because they saw the good that was in Daniel. And people see the good that's in you. And they want to bring a, 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 a shame on you. They want to tear you down. That's what they did for Daniel. They want to tear him down. And guys, look, look. I want you to know Jesus is right. Ain't no weapon formed against you that can prosper. Verse 4 says, now listen very carefully. Then the presidents and prince sought to find occasion against Daniel concerning the kingdom, but they could not find occasion or any fault for such as much as he was faithful. Neither was there any error or fault found in him. There was no fault found in Daniel. No. And see, I'm trying to tell you, so listen, some of you listeners today, you're worried and frustrated because people talk about you. Well, I got news for you, baby. Join, join the party. They don't talk about you. They don't lie on you. They don't scandalize your name. But don't you doubt God. See, you stay with God. God's going to take care of you. I guarantee you. God will take care of you. God Almighty will take care of you. You're more than a conqueror. You're going to win this battle. Look what it says in the next verse. Verse 6 says, Then said these men, We shall find no, we shall find, we shall not find any occasion against Daniel, except we had it against him concerning the law of his God. So they know they couldn't find nothing against him. Listen, people were, people, well, people were so low. I mean, when I first went to church, I think in, in 80, 70, 97, I met this brother named Elder Rudolph. He's dead now. But he took me to the side. He said, Brother Starks, I said, yes. Let me tell you something. I said, okay. He said, in the church, you got liars, you got whoremongers, you got adulterers, you got people that do all kind of things in church. But I'm new. I really didn't understand that because I had just gotten saved. But you know what? If everyone were living today, I would tell you, yes, you was right. Church, let me tell you something. Inside the church, there are a lot of people that say they love God, but they don't love him. And there's a lot of people got jealousy in the church. It shouldn't be, but they are jealous. They shouldn't be jealous, but they are jealous in the church. So here they are. These men were jealous of Daniel. They were jealous of him because he had an excellent spirit. He was obeying the will of the king. He was obeying the laws of the land. He was obeying his God. So these princes came up with the idea, and we just get a, occasionally against Daniel about prayer. Get the king, because the king, did, the king, you know, of course he liked it, because they went to king. Guess what? We, we come up with a decree. If you assign it, 
that no man can pray to nobody but you. <laughs> now, I made the king to be. And if you signed it, we'll put you in a creed, decree. If anybody be doing that, we'll throw them in the den, den of the lions. Well, that's what they did. That's what they did. They did that, had that decree. Verse 5 said, Then these men, we shall not find fault. That's what they said in Daniel. Couldn't find no fault in him. And you know what? People are trying to hurt you. They ain't found no fault in you. But they're trying to hurt you anyway. Verse 6, this is what it said. Verse 6. <laughs> Glory to God. Then these presidents and princes assembled together to the king and said this unto him. King Darius, live forever. They bragged on him. <laughs> he felt good. They kept on people bragging on him because they, they tried to put something on him. I'm telling you that. <laughs> the very next verse. The very next verse, verse 7. Look, all the presidents of the kingdom, the governors, and the princes, the counselors, and the captains have consulted together to establish a royal statue to make him, to make a decree that whosoever shall ask a petition of any God, whosoever shall ask the petition of any God, besides the king, he shall be cast into the den of the lions. Is that something? Now, Daniel was a praying man. How could he stop praying? Aren't you a praying woman? Aren't you a praying lady? A praying man? How are you going to stop praying? No. Satan, if he couldn't find no other fault to find in Daniel, all they could do was make a decree that you can't pray to nobody but Darius. And the king liked that. So Daniel, look, <laughs> I like this part. I like it. I like it. I'm, I'm coming up on something. Verse number nine, it says, Now, O king, establish the decree and sign the writing that it be not changed according to the law of the Meds and the Persians, which alters not. They got him to sign it. He signed it. Look, <laughs> glory to God. Verse number nine. Wherefore, King Darius signed the writing and the decree signed it. Nobody can pray to nobody but me. <laughs> He was used all to hurt Daniel. But guess what? I like this verse. In verse number 10, now, when Daniel knew, <laughs> when Daniel knew that the writing was signed, he went unto his house, opened his window of the chamber, Towards Jerusalem where everybody could see him. He kneeled upon his knees <laughs> three times a day and prayed and gave thanks before his God as he did aforetime. That's what the devil don't like. He can't stand your praying. 
He can't stand your commitment to God. He can't stand your sincerity with God. He wants you to break your connection with God. Satan can't stop you. See, I learned something in life. I've been saved 45 years. I don't know everything, but I know this. God will not leave you. If you stay with God, he'll stay with you. And what people try to do is get you to do something to leave God. <laughs> but God won't leave. Like Daniel. Daniel had no problems because he was committed to God. Saints, if you're committed to God, you ain't got no problem. I know it might not look right right now. You know, um, I was telling someone today um, why I'm so dedicated and faithful to God. Because I, I'm a man that has zero. I'm a man that never went to church. I, I wasn't a church boy. I was not raised in church. I didn't know anything about Christianity, um, anything. So just before God saved me, I, I say I, I come up with this conclusion that I want to find me a religion that I could have more than one woman. I was a habitual whoremonger. I was a no good scoundrel. And I wanted to find me a religion. Because I wanted to get a religion. But I wanted a religion. Did you hear what I said? A religion. I just said salvation. I wanted a religion that I could have more than one woman. I had a pretty good job. I made fairly decent money. So I felt like I'd take care of at least two or three women. And that's what I was looking for. But God saved me. <laughs> he let me know you don't need no two or three women. You don't need it. But that's what I wanted. So God saved me and began to teach me his word. A man that never went to church, a person that didn't know anything about the word, God taught me. Here I am today, 45 years later. I got 20 times more than I ever had in my life. Maybe 100 times. I say 20, but 100 times more. I mean, God did it by being faithful. See, the devil wants you to become unfaithful to Jesus Christ. That's the devil's plan, to get you to drop your dedication. God ain't going to leave you. But the devil wants you to, that's why, that's why he always tempt you. I remember when I first got saved, my own brother offered me a joint of marijuana. Yeah, 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 brother. I said, you know what I'm saying? He said, one D-A-M joint ain't going to hurt you. See, Satan is always trying to tempt you. Some of you ladies right now, some man is trying to tempt you. Some of you men right now, some ladies trying to tempt you. Trying to break your connection bam, with God. But I'm telling you, be like Daniel. Daniel prayed regardless. Even if the king said, you better not. Even if it meant being cast in the line of the den, of the den's lion. And this way he was bled. Daniel said, do what you will to make, but I'm going to stay with God. I'm going to stay with God. That's what you do, sister. That's what you do, my brother. Now, I tell you, I'm not perfect. I, I, look, I know enough about the Bible. If, you, if you're sin 
and ask God to forgive you, he will forgive you. Yes, he will. God is not like man. You make one mistake with man, you're taboo. You ain't no more good. But you can fall with God and get up. Somebody said, no, you can't better. Well, I know better. I know the Bible says the backslide in heart is filled with his own way. The only reason the backslider can't be saved is because of his own mind. But God's in the book of Matthew chapter 11, verse 28, he said, come unto me, all you that labor and heavy laden, and I'll give you rest. The only reason the backslider can't be saved is because he don't believe he can be saved. I believe it's Job chapter 3. Let me see something here. I believe it's Job chapter 3. The Bible tells us something that is very important. I, I keep this in my mind all the time. Job chapter 3 says that the thing that I was afraid of came to me. The very thing that I was afraid of. If you're afraid you're going to lose, you're going to lose. If you're afraid that you're going to backslide, you're going to backslide. If you're afraid that you're not going to make it, you're not going to make it. Because you let fear come in and cripple you. You understand that? You let fear come in and cripple you. Here we are. Okay, right. Backing over to the songs. I mean to Job. Let's see. Job chapter 3. Let me see. Turn to Job 3. And I'll read this from the New Testament. That's Job chapter 4. Job 6. Let's hear Job 3. Job 3, verse number 25. Look what it says. I glow it. It says, Job chapter 3, verse 25. It says, oh my God. Hallelujah. Verse 24. Verse 25. What I, what I dreaded, I'm reading this to you from the Bible. What I dreaded has come to me. The very thing you dread. Job chapter 3, verse 25, it starts off saying, What I always feared has happened to me. What I feared happened to me. It's not because it had to happen. God, and, and, and you know what I'm saying? In, in 2 Timothy chapter number 1, verse number 7, says this God did not give you a spirit of fear, but God gave you a spirit of love, power, and a sound mind. So if you're afraid today, that's going to cause you to fall. And that's what the devil wants you to do. He wants you to be afraid. He wants you to fall. Satan come to steal, to kill, and to destroy. Jesus Christ came that you may have life and that you have it more abundantly. There's no way that Jesus wants you to fall. I was talking with a couple in my church today. They're cousins, but they have to live. And I told them that's not God's divine will. God, God, God's will is that you have a house, have your own home. God wants you to be a winner, not a loser. I'm telling you that right now. Don't you ever believe that God won't want you to be successful? No, Satan come to steal the killing in this joy. Not, not God, not Jesus Christ. Satan, Satan don't want you to have them, but God does. Are y'all hearing me? God is on your side. You are more than a conqueror. Are you hearing me? You are more than a conqueror. You're not just a conqueror. You are more than a conqueror. I'm trying to find this scripture for you. I'm going to read it for you right now in a minute. There you go. Oh, boy, I got this little new Bible here. Well, it ain't new. It's small print. 
But God is a good God even on a bad day. And every time I turn around, God keeps right on blessing. He keeps opening the door. And see, Satan wants you to see that. He wants you to believe, oh, you can't have this and you can't have that. Listen, I don't have a Cadillac, but I could get one if I wanted it. I don't have a Mercedes Benz, but if I wanted one, I could get one. I don't have a Jaguar. If I wanted one, I could get one. In other words, God will not withhold any good thing from you. You withhold it from yourself. The Bible says a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. You got to be careful how you think, sisters and brothers. Don't let the devil bamboozle you and have you thinking all crazy things. No. No, don't you let the devil do that. You're more than a conqueror. You are more than a conqueror, not just a conqueror. You are more than a conqueror. Are y'all hearing me? You are more than a conqueror, not just a conqueror. You know what a conqueror is? Someone that goes out and conquers. But you know what more than a conqueror is? When someone else does that for you. I couldn't conquer, but Jesus Christ did it for me. No, I couldn't do it, but Jesus did it. I'm not a winner, but Jesus made me a winner. I'm not strong, but Jesus made me strong. And every one of you that's listening, God has made you strong. You are more than a conqueror. I want you all to know that today. You are more than a conqueror. 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 You're not just a conqueror. You are more than a conqueror. I'm trying to find this scripture that they were trying to take it from. I'm going to give it to you. Yes, I am. The devil is a liar. He comes to steal, to kill, and to destroy. Jesus came that we may have life and have it more abundantly. Oh, yeah, right here. There you go. Come on here. There you go. Come on here. I know you got to come. I know the scripture now. <laughs> Saying you might as well get back. Get back. <laughs> Glory to God. He said, God did not give you the spirit of fear, but a spirit of love, power, and a sound mind. So you got no business being afraid. Are y'all listening to me? You have no business being afraid. God didn't give you that spirit. And that's what the devil's trying to do to Daniel. Make him afraid to pray. Listen, you keep on praying. You keep on trusting God. Don't you let nobody tell you you can't trust God. No way. No way. They say, no way, Jose. Mm-mm. No way. When I let you or anyone tell me I can't trust God. No way. God is my strength. Second Timothy chapter 1 verse number 7. God did not give you the spirit of fear, but a spirit of love, power, and a sound mind. So what happened? In the book of Daniel, they said a decree that Daniel couldn't pray to no God, not even his private God, not even his Lord, but to King Darius. In verse number 10 of Daniel chapter 6, the Bible says, Now when Daniel knew that the writing was signed, he went into his house, and he, his windows being opened in his chamber, kneeled three times a day and prayed and gave thanks before the God as he had always did. That's what you got to do, saying so God. Don't doubt God. Listen, you might not, your money might not be good right now, but God's going to give you some more money. You may get a threat they're going to take your house or your car, but God will give you one better. In 1974, I lost my house, 
I lost. Well, I didn't have a home. I, well, it was a home. It was my home. It was a mobile home, 12 foot wide, 60 foot long. Maybe it ain't nothing to you, but it was something to me. I lost it. I couldn't pay for it. I lost it. I lost uh, I had a piece of property. One little lot, 50 foot wide, 100 foot long. I lost it. I lost it. I had a, two tractors and trailers. I lost both of them. I had a used car, and I lost it in 1974. I didn't know God, but in 1977, God saved me, and here I am today. And I'm telling you, he'll make a way for you. Are you hearing me? Don't you ever give up on God. Don't, don't doubt him. He's going to make a way. Have a good evening, and may God bless you. My name is Apostle Lonnie Starks, and I love you today. Take a listen. I'm getting out of here. Well, praise the Lord. Thank you for uh, being a part of our show today. Oh, the clock on the wall is telling me it's time I got to get up and get out of here, but I'm so glad. I got to go. It's good. I'm glad that you were there. Listen, if you ever like to speak to me, you can call me at 252-214-0799. And remember, if you're not saved today, it's so simple to give your life to Jesus Christ. All you have to do is say, Lord, help me. My prayers are not my sins. Really mean that in your heart. It's the Lord come into my heart and save me, and he'll do that. You'll be a born-again Christian. Yes, Lord. When you have a great day, my prayers are that you will always be blessed of the Lord in Jesus' name. Remember, you want to call me, 252-214-0799. Have a great day in Jesus Christ. I'm standing by the phone tonight now. You can call me now, 252-214-0799. Have a good evening.